The largest aircraft yet to fly on hydrogen fuel cell power has made its first flight in Moses Lake. The converted turboprop airliner made its maiden flight yesterday and is now offering a preview of one way to make future flights more eco-friendly. Correspondent Tom Bonsi has more from Moses Lake. Test pilot Alex Kroll was at the controls of the de Havilland Dash 8 with a retrofitted hydrogen fuel cell powertrain. When he was cleared for takeoff, was he nervous? It's healthy to be a little bit nervous going into anything, but you've practiced and rehearsed well enough and frequently enough um, that you're confident that, that the system will perform, right? And perform it did. Kroll and a co-pilot and flight engineer climbed to 3,500 feet in the brightly painted twin-engine commuter plane. They flew two loops around the airfield before coming in for a smooth touchdown. Elapsed time in the air, about 15 minutes. A crowd of investors, ground crew, and about a dozen airline VIPs gathered beside the runway. The onlookers forgot for a moment how cold the morning was. It feels like a normal airplane. You can hardly know that the, the engine on the right has been modified. For the first flight, one of the Dash 8's two motors was powered by the hydrogen fuel cells, and the other ran on regular jet fuel just to be safe. A California-based startup named Universal Hydrogen directed this conversion. The company took out seats in the back to make room for a compressed liquid hydrogen tank. The fuel cells combine the hydrogen with air to produce electricity and water. The electricity powers the propeller. The only exhaust is water vapor. At a post-flight reception, Universal Hydrogen CEO Paul Aramenko lifted a champagne glass to toast what he called the beginning of a new golden age of aviation. Pretty, pretty friggin' amazing. Pretty friggin' amazing. Uh, I think we, we really witnessed something historic here. Aramenko says his company has an ambitious business plan to begin deliveries to regional airlines beginning in late 2025. That assumes timely government certification of the technology. In general, I would say that the industry is not yet on board with hydrogen. And so that's one of the reasons that today was such a, such a historic day is I think, the, I think the tide will turn. I think it will turn as we retire the risks, right, or the perceived risks associated with, with hydrogen aviation. Retired Boeing CEO Phil Condit cast doubt on hydrogen during a recent guest lecture at the University of Washington. Condit says he's most keen on biofuels for zero-emissions flight because they're essentially a drop-in replacement for kerosene jet fuel. I can put it into an airplane that exists today and run that, that airplane. Can you get the cost down? That's the question. Condit and most other aerospace engineers say batteries are too heavy to power large commercial airplanes. Moses Lake Airport director Rich Mueller says Central Washington has now hosted demonstrations of all of the leading options to power guilt-free air travel, namely electric batteries, biofuels, and hydrogen. I know that a lot of people you know, think of Moses Lake as the stop on I-90 on their way to Spokane or, or vice versa, but uh, for what's going on in the future of aviation, we're finding ourselves right in the middle of it. Moses Lake has long attracted test flight campaigns because of its good flying weather, fairly uncrowded skies, and the extra-long runways of the airfield. That last point, a legacy from Grant County International Airport's former life as a Cold War-era Air Force base. Sometime after the hydrogen fuel cell-powered aircraft finishes testing there, NASA contractors are to set up shop with a four-engine electric aircraft demonstrator. I'm Tom Watsey in Moses Lake.